Welcome, Welcome to We Find Podcast. We're your hosts, Maritza and Melinda. <laughs> All right. Let's see if that works. Yes. Bear with us. We are in two different locations today um, because our schedules have been so crazy. So I'm actually. Her schedule. Right. My schedule has been so busy. I've been full mode coaching. So I'm in season right now. Um, But we do have a great topic. So we had to make it work for us to record. Um, We're going to talk about giving yourself grace. I think it's a. Yeah, I think it's a heavy duty one, right? Yeah, I think that a lot of us are guilty of not giving ourselves grace. I think that, um, you know, a lot of times we are so hard on ourselves and we, you know, want to be perfect 100% of the time. And that's just not realistic. Yeah, I think it's also like not just in that aspect of being perfect, but even on ourselves, like with uh, like our weight, our looks, like being women, like wives, moms, like it's so much expectations, right? That I think that we don't give ourselves that grace to be like, hey, it's okay. Or to ask for help in situations where we need it. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. It's hard because, you know, I, I know for someone like myself, I struggled with asking for help or telling somebody, you know, hey, listen, I need help, um, you know, or I need this or I want this, you know, but, you know, it's a learning curve. Like I even so when I first started dating Juan, <laughs> um, he's just like, well, I'm your boyfriend, you know, I can do this for you. And I'm just like, you never asked for my help or you never, you know, and I was just like, no, because I got it. I'm guilty. Yeah, you, I know you are. You're still how many years in into your marriage and you're still guilty of this. I know I, because I'm like, no, I'm actually better now. So year 10 going on 11, I'm better. <laughs> yeah. And then it, Juan is like, like, so now it's like, I rely on him for everything. And he's just like, you can't do it yourself. And I was just like, no, I got you now. So now yeah. I'm like, it's completely backfired on him. But then it's like, make up your mind. What do you want? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, you want you want us to ask for help, or you want us to do it on ourselves? You know? Yeah, absolutely. But, but I think it's good, right? Because it did take me a long time. Because I did have in that, and you know what? Like, so I'm not gonna point the finger at my mom, but being in the house that I was raised in, like my mom did everything, right? It was yeah. rare that I saw my mom ask for help. It was like she did everything. So in my mind, it was like, well, I have to do everything. Right. I have to be that good mom, that good wife, the, you know, I got it. I got it. I got it because I didn't see my mom do it. Right. But then that pressure builds up. And then I think that's why we don't give ourselves that grace because we see so many people and we forget to say like, Hey, it's okay. Like you don't have to be perfect. Like you said, 24 seven, like you can take a moment for yourselves. Like that 20 minute workout. Great. You got 20 minutes in. Awesome. You know what I mean? Like, that's where I think people are like, well, if I don't get two hour workout in, then it does nothing. No, that's a lie. Like if you get five minutes in, you did something. Yeah, absolutely. I think that when you are, you know, um, you have to give yourself grace in the sense of like even five minutes, like five minutes is more than enough. Five minutes is something, you know, um, walking a little bit or doing this, you know, it's something you're, you have to like, and 
in essence, give yourself that grace. You know, yeah. you're starting off. You're you're trying something. A little bit of workout is better than no workout. Exactly. Um, you know, doing a little bit of something is better than nothing. Yeah, and the fact that you try, you understand. Yeah. Like, I feel like, I feel like a lot of people are afraid to try or afraid to fail. Let me not say try, right? Yeah. You're you're afraid to fail, so that's why people don't try. So they keep procrastinating and putting it off and putting it off and putting it off or giving the excuses of, well, I've gone this far, not doing it. So what's another day? Right. And then the next day comes. So what's another day? So what's another day? Like that's not giving your grace. That's just you afraid to try. Right. So I don't want people to be confused of, well, I give myself grace because I'm not, I'm not putting the pressure on to work out or I'm not doing this. No, I think you're also being scared to try new things. Absolutely. I think fear is, it takes, I think fear plays a big role in people not trying or not doing something or going for it because they're afraid of failure. And, you know, the most successful people failed plenty of times. Facts. They say that they say hard things don't come easy. It's just, you get better at hard things. I know. I, you know, I was talking to my little brother about this, um, about that. And he was like, oh, it took so long. But I was just like, yeah, hard things don't come easy. I said those words exactly. To yeah. Him. And it's yeah. true. It's true. You got to work for it. You know, like, I feel like, well, it's funny. My brother and I had this conversation too. Like, we feel like we're both at a point of our lives that all that hard work has led up to this point of our lives, yeah. you know? Like I'm here where I'm at and my brother is in his position now that he's worked so hard for, right? Because let's be real, he's a little bit older and everyone was like questioning, why are you going to law school at this age? Why are you doing this at this age? And my brother kind of just ignored it and like blocked out the noise. And now he's doing the job that he truly loves. You know what I mean? And he wasn't afraid to take a pay cut because he knew that he's going to be happy. Like he just felt yeah. in his heart, like he had a job where he paid like probably triple what he's getting paid now, yeah. but he wasn't happy. Yeah. Absolutely. You, know? you have to find your happiness. I think that, and then who are they to say like this age, what age is like, come Thank on, you. like it's never too, you're never too old to do anything. There's like also very successful people that started much later in life. Yeah. Um, I will search while we have our conversation and then call their names out because, you know, yeah, a lot of people, you know, have, you know, restarted their life or, you know, just started a new path because they weren't fulfilled. And if you're not fulfilled, then you're not going to, you're going to live this mundane life and you're going to, at the end of it, you're going to be like, what did I do? What exactly. Do I do for? Yeah, like going through the routine. You're not going to be happy if you're going through the same routine every single day. Yeah. You know, and I think that's I mean, also good. Some people do like that, but if that's you, then go for it. You know, but um, yeah. you want something at the. What do you want to be remembered for? How about that? Exactly. Exactly. Like, what's your your legacy? Right. Yeah. Like I always say, I want to be able to say that I left an imprint on people's lives, even if it's like in passing for a moment or like this podcast, right. That we do in my coaching and something where maybe for a second, I made a difference in somebody's life. Right. That's, that's what I thrive off of. You know what I'm saying? What's yours? I don't know. 
I always do this to you. No, you always do this to me. Um, I don't know. I think that, yeah, I do want to make a difference. I think that, you know, I just like to be positive. I like people to remember me as someone who was positive, a light. I want to be a light to people. Like, yep. you know, that they see. I just, I don't want to be remembered for, like, the downfalls, right? Because we all have downfalls, right? We make mistakes yep. or whatever. I want to be remembered for, you know, the light that I bring, the positive that um, I feel that that's, that's me, right? I'm a positive person. I I'm, agree. Yeah. You know, I think that I like to look at the bright side, right? The, the glass is half full, not half empty, you know? Mm -hmm. um, I know that it's hard at times, but I don't like to put that out there. So when someone asks me how I'm doing, I'm good. Not that you want to hear me complain, you know? Like, yeah. it's like, who wants to hear you complain? There's people that may want that, then you don't want those people in your life, right? Yes. And it's like, yeah, well, I'm sure you've heard me complain about things. But at the end of the day, I think that we've always looked at the positive of, you know, our situations. Yeah. You know? So I have a question for you because we had an episode where we said, right, don't say I'm good. So do you say you're good to just avoid the conversation or because you're looking at somebody and you're kind of like, I don't want to let this person in my circle? A little bit of both. Okay. Yeah, I think that, um, I think it depends who you are, right? Like, I don't, I don't let everybody in. I'm an open book, but it, I don't know. It depends, right? Yeah. Um, but for my friends, it depends on the situation. You got to read the room too, right? Like what if they're going through something, then I hold yeah. back a little bit. Unless I'm going through something too that I just need an answer. I need yeah. something to listen to in that moment. Um but I kind of read the room, like, you know, how are they feeling? Or can they take this on, right? Yeah. Um, because sometimes your friends don't have the wherewithal or the capacity to take on your your dilemma in the moment, you know? True. Um, so I think it depends on the situation. Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Um, I think I just have a force of habit of saying I'm okay. Cause I don't yeah. think I like to put that guard down to let people know something's wrong. Even if you're in my circle, like, I think it's when my circle hears something, it's I'm already at like my tipping point. Yeah. It's you know true. what I mean? Like I that's what I'm just that. like, yeah. Like yeah. that's when I'm just like, okay, now I'm like about to drown and I need lifesavers, you know? Yeah. It's so, hard though. It's hard. Like sometimes, you know, you become so, accustomed and used to just figuring it out on your own. Yeah. And well, I agree. I've been watching this show, right? Yeah. I don't remember. The name. Uh, I, I'll look it up later and I'll let you know, but okay. I think it was like, a, it's like a, like a therapy kind of show. Right. Mm -hmm. And they did this drill, which I thought was interesting, right. Where they bring out kids and mm -hmm. those kids are supposed to represent you as a kid. Right. Mm -hmm. And the kid starts talking like a story like, oh, you know, if they had issues growing up, like seeing their parents argue or like talking as a kid saying, well, when I grow up, I'm going to make sure that I don't do this. 
because I okay. saw it happen as a kid. Like, and it's funny because you see people like emotionally go like, wow, like, you know, what would you tell your young self? Right. Uh, I know. I, I think. It's hmm, good. That's bad. That's I bad. know. I think that, um, I don't know. I think that, I mean, don't we all do that, right? I don't want to become my mom or my father, or I don't want to do this. I want to be this, or I don't, but we do become them. Mm-hmm. To an extent, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, here, let me finish my sentence. <laughs> um, yeah, we become them to an extent, but I think we change the things that, but I also, um, I think I would tell myself, I'm going to ask you this, so prepare. I'm ready. Tell your younger self. I think I would tell her not to worry. I think that I've always had a carefree personality. Like my mom used to tell me sometimes, like, I don't understand how you are not worried. And, and it was just, I think my, also my lack of, being able to grasp everything that was happening around me. I think a Jew um, had that to an extent still, right? Like yeah. that carefree, like I don't worry. But then also I think that it holds me back in certain aspects of my life, right? right. I think that um, there's certain things that when they're sure, when they're, like they're confirmed and it's it's not going to change then i like hold on to that and i don't let god right mm. work in that in my life okay i like hold on to it because i know that it's not going to change and i need that stability i need this right and that mm. in essence effects comes from my childhood oh that's good. Yeah. So that that's interesting. So you would tell yourself not to worry. Yeah. As well. that's yeah. Good. Not not necessarily worry, right? Because I'm not a I'm not a worry person, mm-hmm. like a person that worries a lot. I think just let go a little more. Okay. Well, that's good. Uncertain things, not everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. It, and I feel that I do it. I feel that sometimes I'm doing it because I, it's the right thing to do, right? Like, but I feel that at times I'm not letting God in. in so you're life. making like a flesh decision versus a spirit decision. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's tough. I think I think that it's like it's just because I don't want to be impulsive, right? Because I I'm a worry. I'm not yeah. a worry, like a person that worries about every little thing. Yeah. So I don't want to be impulsive, so I don't let go. So you know what I mean? but like yeah, it's yeah. like I not necessarily that I worry about it, but that it's like eating me inside because that's not that's not me. Yeah. But then I just don't let God. So that's something to work on then. Yeah. 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 That's that's what about tough. you. So I would tell little Maritza, (laughs) (laughs) I would tell her not to care so much about people above you and their like thoughts, right? Like as a kid, you're always trying to please your mom and dad, right? It was like a competition with my brother. So I was always trying to get to the next level 
looking for the good job. Right. So I would tell her like, don't worry about the good job. Just keep striving and, and doing it for you. Like, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I feel like, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, I, I just feel like, uh, it's been that way. Right. Because, you know, being the younger kid, your brother got there, like my brother got there first. Yeah. So now it was like, I had to play catch up, get to that level. And then what? Right. Yeah. Because then my parents would look at me like, well, your brother's already here. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Which is why I don't do that to the kids at all. Yeah. The comparison, like, yeah, kids are the same. Yeah. So it always felt like a race. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, all right. So like now he's like, for that's why I came to this point that I'm like, Oh, you're going to be a lawyer. Cool. <laughs> like, Great. I'm happy for you. That's your passion. <laughs> yeah. Good for you. Yeah. But do you feel that you have, or you still struggle with it? No, I think now at this age, I don't struggle with it. You know what I mean? Like, I think there was a point where it was because there was a big, but that also stems from right. Because I was doing that. And then everything for me stopped. Yeah. I was searching because I felt like, well, now I'm not doing anything. So Mm -hmm. what are my parents proud of? Like, what are my kids proud of? What is my husband proud of? Like, what am I proud of? Cause I just felt like I was stuck. Yeah. Right. So now being where I'm at, like I got here by myself, like I did this, like I'm proud of myself. You know what I mean? And everybody else now is like, oh man, that's great. And it's funny because my mom said it to me the other day. She's like, why did you ask if I was proud? Because I did like a long time when we, I don't know if it was a game or something. And I was like, Mike, proud? And she's like, of course, I'm always proud. She's like, why do you ask that? And I kind of let her in a little bit. And she was like, no, like I was, I'm always proud of you and your brother. But it's funny how as kids, we interpret things one way. I was watching something, right? I don't remember what it was, but it was, it was the girl with her dad, right? Like she struggled with abandonment issues with her dad, but her dad said that every time he had her, something bad would happen. Mm. And the last time that he had her, a car ran her over and hit her. And, um, so he just felt she would be better off without him. Okay. So then it's like where he was doing it for her protection because he was like not the best person where she saw it as he abandoned me. Okay. It's like, it's like, it's funny the way that sometimes, so I, I say that to say like, it's some, it's, funny how sometimes we see our childhood and our perspective of something. And then when you talk to your parent and it's just like, no, this is how, you know, it's like, this is how I see it. This is, you know, this is where my head was at. Right. Exactly. And I've had this conversation with my dad recently too, like about something, um, really about our upbringing. And he was like, no, this is how, you know, I see it. And I was just like, it's funny. This is how my mom sees it. And then this is how I felt with all of it. And it's, it's crazy, right? Because we all experienced it very differently. That's Um, why they say it's so big for communication though. Yeah. You know, like, I feel like, I think you're good with this and I'm pretty good with this. Like we talk to our kids, like we don't just let them linger with what we say, we kind of like sit and be like, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. 
Like, does that make sense? Right. You know what I mean? I think that's because of that, but it's also the yeah. upbringing of our era. Yeah. There was I no talk. My mom did talk to me a lot though. Kudos um, mom. Huh? I said kudos to mom. Yeah. I think my mom talked to me like a lot of, she talked about a lot of things and I think that, but in the same token, she, I, I see that some moms are just like single moms, right? I'm just going to compare, right? Because I, I had a single mom. They're like tremendously open. And I'm yeah. Just like, yeah, my mom was open, but um, there's the barrier. Yeah, boundary, <laughs> boundary. There's like, um, all right, that was a little too far, Melissa. Yeah, yeah, TMI, TMI, ma. <laughs> or, you know, and, um, and so... I had that balance with her. There was times that I did feel that, um, I'm like, all right, mom, I prefer not to know, <laughs> you know, certain things, but yeah. she had that open communication and I want to be able to have that with my daughter, right? Because yeah. I want her to feel comfortable coming to us and we talk to her about things. We tell her things, you know, Good. um, and know. now let me ask you this. Like, I feel like, right. As we, we kind of start closing out for this episode. Yeah. Um, I think giving ourselves grace, right, yeah. is not just in this moment of life, but also for our past. Yeah. Right? Like, I think we need to learn to let go of stuff that even from childhood, right, that we've held on to yeah. and give ourselves grace from that moment and moving forward, yeah. right? Because I think that's what helps us build as people, right? Yeah. Like learning to be okay with situations, learning to forgive, learning to grow and mature and not repeat cycles. Yeah, absolutely. I think that, you know, you make a mistake, you. Uh, Don't be so hard on yourself. Oh, I'm the worst at this. Right? I, I, I'm like, Oh my gosh, it gives me anxiety when I make, do something wrong. It literally gives me anxiety. I won't Where does it stem from? That's the question. Know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I need I need a therapist. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I, I do. I do. I get very anxious and I'm very hard on myself, um, especially professionally, right? Yeah. Especially professionally. Because um, it's your, it's your, you're leaving your stamp. And yeah. you want it to be a good stamp. Yeah. Like you don't want people to look and be like, oh, well, Melinda messed up here. Yeah. Right. Because that's your name. That's your legend. Like that. That's yeah. what you're trying to leave behind. I get but it. I think that my advice, it's like, you know, the old saying, coge mis consejo. Because yeah. I don't use them. Take my advice because I don't use them. But um, I think that it's just giving yourself that grace, right? You made a mistake. Own up to it. Fix it. Yeah. Um, make it better. If, yeah. You know, that's, that's how you can be better. You know, exactly. you, you fix that, that mistake, you fix that incident. You, if it's a situation where you have to apologize and, you know, exactly. even if you weren't a hundred percent wrong, just apologize, you know, in the sense of apologizing to move forward, right? Yeah. That's for you. The forgiveness is for yourself, you Correct. know? Forgive yourself, forgive, you know, the people around you and they might not be in the same path. I know that we say this all the time. People yep. may not be in the same, you know, path as you, um, but forgive yourself, give yourself that grace. Yes. Um, 
because we're all a work in progress, right? Yeah. And be accountable, um, I think, yeah. right? Like, be accountable. Don't be afraid to own up to something that you did. Like, don't point the finger because we don't want to look bad, right? I think people respect people more when they take accountability for their actions. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, you know, and just keep growing and working on yourself and being a better person. I think that that's something that we can all do um, to work on ourselves. Yeah. So, guys, I think this was a, a good episode. We touched a lot of things, actually, not just grace. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, seriously. It was a good one. Uh, it's not it's not the full 30 minutes, but, again, it's because, like, we're in two different locations. I, uh, you know, have to we work. We guys off of each other better when we're together. I know. I was going to say that. I was like, I don't like this. This might be the only one we do like this. <laughs> I mean, we'll see because their schedule is just hectic right now. I know. I do want to point out, though, that this month of March is um, Women's History Month. Mm-hmm. And is also National MS Awareness Month. So I would like us to talk about that because of my mom. I feel that you should post the event that. I did on my IG, but I will. (laughs) Yeah, I think that you should start posting that for MS. Um, MS is something that has affected both of us. Um, Mm -hmm. Not personally, but with people that we loved. Um you know, it's not easy living with someone. And here is something um, I will say. It's very different living with somebody with MS in Miami than in New Jersey. Um, Someone with multiple sclerosis is severely affected with the heat. Yes. The heat, um, it deteriorates their nerves. It does. Everything. It is much harder for someone when it is hot outside than when it is cold outside. Yep. Um, I, you know, we may bring somebody. Um, I think that that would be great. We will bring my mom. Your mom. I also know somebody who's also a mom of three young boys. Um, Maybe I'll reach out to her. Yeah. Maybe Um, we can do a double. They're older. And younger. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, um, you know, it's it's not an easy, it's not easy. And um, I know, for example, this girl that I was saying, she's changed her lifestyle. Good. Her food in her home, her workout habits, just a big. And you know what? I'm gonna. Let's save it. Let's save it because we're gonna end up talking a whole new episode. (laughs) I know, seriously, seriously. Yeah, but um, yeah, that's something that yes, we are gonna do this month for sure. Absolutely, perfect. All right, guys, thank you for listening and watching us. (laughs) Thank you, guys. All right, so make sure to like, comment, subscribe. Yeah, bye, guys. (laughs)